Recording. Recording in process. Recording. 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 Why do you guys have to be so weird? ABC on that. (laughs) (laughs) It's our last session of 2022. Yep. I can't First show of 2023, it. though. Yeah. yeah. 2023 It'll... seems wrong somehow. It does. I don't like that year. Somebody was talking about either. the blizzard of 22, and I was like, 1922? Do you? <laughs> 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 what do you mean? From the Black Eyed Peas Studios in Austin, Texas, I'm Hillary Livingston Butler, and this show has everything. Your hosts come to you on the precipice of 2023. At the moment you're listening to this, we're likely all at a raging party taking shots of Jägermeister and making out with random strangers. But right now, we want to discuss 2022. What good came out of all of it? Joining me from the Buttered Bread Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Anne Lundholm. Hi, Anne. Wow, do you have me pegged. I know. I yet did I go to a parade uh magazine listicle on good luck uh foods for New Year's. I did. And I picked one out for each of y'all. Uh from the Cornbread Studios in Albany, New York. It's Bobby Pate. Boom boom pow, Hillary. <laughs> and finally from Collard Green Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Mary yes. Van High. I was hoping I would get that or black eyed peas. <laughs> but you already kinda covered the black eyed peas. So. I know. I know. I told the kids that they had to have one black IP tomorrow, and they were like, no. And I was like, one. You just have to have one. You just have For to good have luck. one. Uh, okay. As usual, we'll do some small talk, mailbag, medium talk, TC recommends, and how you can get involved with the show. Bobby, take us into small talk. Sorry, I was just trying to decide which black IP I had to have. The Will I am? Apple Dap. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> I like Taboo. That's a good name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know I love Fergie, but you know why I like Fergie? Because she's blonde. She pees no, her pants. because she was uh, previously in my one of my favorite shows, Kids Incorporated, where like sure. kids yeah. put on shows. Oh, I loved her. I did. Used to love that show. <laughs> put a pin in that. That's a good future episode. We could just do a riff track on an episode of Kids Incorporated. Mm. Small talk opens with what I assume is some sort of Hallmark movie review set in London. The Pudding Pact. <laughs> Has been fulfilled. <laughs> uh, care to enlighten us, ladies, on the pudding pact? <sighs> boy, Amanda, boy. do you want to start or do yeah. I? Uh, a couple weeks, months, years ago, Anne and I were discussing, it was on the Great British Baking Show yep. episode, and we were discussing the grossest things that they cook on that show, and the Sussex Pond pudding came in <laughs> way at the top. And for some reason, we decided we got to make this thing. How so bad could it really be? How bad could it really be? A whole, a whole lemon surrounded by apples and butter and brown sugar encased in a suet pastry crust. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? So now that I live over a pet store, getting suet is probably easier. 
I always thought of suet as a bird seed food. Right. right? It's, uh, it's not the same not. for people. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I don't know if it's any better. Do shall we talk about our suet experience then? Yeah. Because I mean, that's why we're here. Yes, we want to hear. <laughs> well, I think we did in fact on the the show itself googled it right then to try and figure things out. And so we both bought a pudding basin, right? Mhm. And there was some debate about which recipe we should do. We decided to go with Mary Berry's original recipe because that seemed simpler and you only had to buy one pudding basin instead of two. But I kind of think we made a mistake because this fucking bowl is so big. God. (laughs) It makes a big pudding. I don't know what I'm going to do with this bowl. I mean, it's not an unattractive bowl. It's just like a a mixing bowl, white, off white ceramic kind of medium-sized bowl it's fine but we got that and then we set out to get our suet and Meredith you very sensibly ordered vegetable suet from Amazon Mm -hmm. which came promptly and I thought in for a penny in for a pound and pound literally ordered the leave leave the expression as in for a shilling in for a pound thank you uh, for clarifying I ordered the honest-to-goodness, genuine beef shredded suet. And shredded yep. suet comes in, like, little pellets. So it's, does the vegetable suet. Yep. Um, and then I got my, like, shipping confirmation. said, will arrive between December 2nd and December 29th. And I was like, <laughs> what? This is coming all the way from England? Well, that's like a, that's like a <laughs> menstrual cycle. That's like that's your wipe the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it oh, wait, did I, in- just, I pause, pause. I need to interrupt here for a moment. So for reasons not worth explaining, um, Sam and I went to Chili's the other night for dinner, which we've not done for years. And they seated us right near the bar and right near the kitchen staff window. Um, and just you mentioning that it was the time of a menstrual cycle reminded me the dinner was great. The service was great. Our server was delightful and attentive and mortified because the rest of the staff behind us was having a conversation that included comparing the symptoms and misery of their periods. <laughs> well, Very oh, loudly. I got in trouble in the kitchen one time for um, loudly proclaiming that I had some sort of infectious disease because some people came in like five minutes before close. I got in big <laughs> trouble for that. <laughs> So anyway, proceed, please. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just anyway, help myself. It, it did not take a full menstrual cycle, but the <laughs> beef suet did, in fact, come from Surrey. <laughs> Ooh, and so and it's the same brand, right? Yeah, like it's the total. same exact thing. It's yep. just mine was vegetable and yours was beef, and yep. that is that is organ fat. That is fat from like around the kidneys of the cow, right? Yep, yeah. I believe it is. So we commenced to. Um, making our Sussex Pond puddings. Uh, Meredith, you did yours the day before mine, and then you said you would keep your powder dry, unlike the pudding. And I would like to know your experience. Yeah, um, I took a few photos, which I'll share. Um, Oh, God, I wanted no evidence. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing looking in just how crazy it it looks. So this this was a whole day. This recipe requires that you steam this thing for three and a half hours. Jesus. So there was some amount of assembly. It wasn't too difficult. So you you mix up the flour and the suet. And honestly, the suet kind of looks like, this is going to be really disgusting, but it looks kind of like maggots. 
Yeah. Um, it's like little pellets of, of yeah, little congealed oil pellets. covered in flour. Um, you okay, Hillary? And s- <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. And then when I rolled out the pastry, those, those little shapes were still there. So it like, kind of looked like it had eggs in it or something. It was just so unappetizing right from the start. Now, getting over the fact that suet is a birdseed ingredient, it's fine. It's no work. I mean, people make pie with lard. Like yeah. It's not any sure. more disgusting Lard, or less disgusting than any other kind of yeah butter, any yeah. other kind of fat it's a just vital is, ingredient is, in spotted dick right it's just kind yeah. of foreign to us and this looks particularly bad so i tried to set that aside as a gross point um and basically you line the bowl with the the first um part of the pastry and it comes up around the sides. You f- you you put in some, you know, we chopped up some apples and some butter, coated it with sugar and cinnamon, uh, put some down, and then... No, there wasn't of... any cinnamon in there. No cinnamon, just brown sugar? Yeah. Okay. Apples I'm just and butter and brown pictures. sugar. Yeah. Okay. Oh, You're right. You might have messed it up. You got to do it again now. <laughs> Sorry, starting over. Um, and then you balance a whole ass lemon. You stab a lemon a bunch of times. And you balance a whole ass lemon on the bottom and then fill up with the rest of the filling. Um, and then you seal it with a top of the pastry and kind of crimp the tops of the pastry together. Um, you cover it with a sheet of parchment paper and then foil. And then you construct this very complicated handle out of cooking twine. Did you do this, Anne? Um, I didn't have good cooking twine. I had baking twine, which is thinner. So I just tied the, um, I tied the foil on with the twine, like around the rim. And then I Mm -hmm. I made the, um, foil handle, like a foil sling. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if I did it right, but I took a picture. So I'll, I'll share that, um, and, and put it in a big sauce pot and then just cooked it on low for three and a half hours. Um, and unfortunately, this, I, I, so I knew ahead of time that, that my brother and sister-in-law were bringing Victor to Detroit at some point for a hockey game. It turned out to be that day. Uh, and they didn't really give me a lot of advance notice. So after like an hour of steaming, I got a text saying, hey, we're downtown. You want to go have dinner right now? <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. So I turned it off. And I put it in the oven to just sit. And I came back later after we had dinner and put it back on. And I don't think that affected anything. I think it was totally fine. I think. (laughs) I don't know. Who's to say? Um, it, It came out looking totally revolting when I took the top off because the top is just this pale... Yep. disc of pastry because it, it doesn't looks, brown in the it oven doesn't brown it's because it's not directly attached to any heat oh i had to put so you're supposed to put like a trivet i didn't have quite a big enough saucepan for this to also include a trivet and have a tight fitting lid which is part of the instructions so what i did was i took <laughs> um a barbecue uh or like a shish kebab skewer like a wooden one and i broke it into four pieces and made like a lattice with it because it oh. was like the thinnest thing that I could find. Because I have a couple trivets, but they were way too tall. Um, so I was yeah. like, well, this will keep it off of d- direct fire. Yeah, because uh, you're not slightly. supposed to put the pudding basin directly touching the floor of the pot. Right. There should be water or something And I was like, maybe this will be enough of a... Yeah, yeah, and so then you pour boiling water around it and continue to keep, keep the water kind of topped off. So it's like steaming uh, all the way around this bowl inside of this 
sauce. It's very complicated. Uh, and then the lid is supposed to fit tightly. Mine didn't fit super tight, but it seems okay. So I took the lid off once it was done and took the parchment paper and the foil, and it just looks pretty gross. Um, and then you invert it onto a plate, and it sort of looked like a uh, wet angel food cake. <laughs> Okay. Does that seem accurate? To I mean, you? there's no hole in the middle. There's, well, mine sort of had a depression in the middle a little bit. <laughs> it was depressed. Um, so then, uh, you know, there's not a lot of downtime. I, I, I was, I made a creme anglaise. So we, we, we decided to do. Did you do that, Anne? Yeah. We yeah, used so uh, typically you I mean, yeah, the British are so weird about cream on their desserts, and not I'm not like we would say heavy cream. They mean like a a custard cream creme anglaise, which is basically ice cream base, like a vanilla ice cream base. Yeah, it's like a melted melted sugar and cream and half and half and sugar. Yep. Did I say sugar? I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. So it's like and melted vanilla. ice cream. Yep. It's melted ice cream. Yeah. Um, so I made that. Um, I I cut this thing open. I had to kind of puncture the lemon on like very purposefully um, because it didn't kind of cut easily. So I had to I had to kind of go in and get the lemon specifically, and it was pretty cooked inside, and it kind of gushed out and added some lemon juice to the situation. And I was like, okay, I guess this is fine. Um, the apples were all cooked. The filling was pretty good. The pastry was not as disgusting as I thought it was going to be. Um, I think all in all, it reminded me of a wet, loose apple pie. It has all the same <laughs> ingredients, really. Wet almost. and loose is what you like to hear about desserts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very really appetizing. And then you're putting melted ice cream on it, basically. I mean, it just, it, it had, it's like it had weird apple pie vibes. Yeah, it was. Um, and you know, you put a little lemon juice in an apple pie sometimes to keep the apples from, from browning and stuff. So I, you know, it just seemed kind of apple pie-ish to me. And, uh, so I had a slice, I cut Gregory a slice, we put the creme anglaise on it. The creme anglaise was the best part, I gotta say. Uh, but we were both kind of like, you know, this is not as horrible as we thought it was going to be. So, but we, we both had a slice and then it went back in the fridge and I was like, we're never going to finish this thing. So... (laughs) It, it it went to the great beyond a couple days later. Boy, you gave it a better review than I would. <laughs> um, my process went more or less the same as Meredith's, and I till the point where I inverted it onto a plate, and it came Who's out for one game minute. Did you go to? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then one side slumped, uh, like fa- a facelift gone bad. Oh no! <laughs> slumped. Oh down the side and the pastry was kind of breaking apart and I cut into it and the lemon was cuttable but not without some work yeah I had and, to really go out yeah it. I was like who wants a slice of this lemon in their thing I'm supposed to eat this and I was like okay fuck the lemon um and the apples like apple pie filling like you said Meredith except there was no 
spice or seasoning yeah. in this at all, which is why I corrected you on the cinnamon because right. that yep. would have been s- such an obvious thing to add. No cinnamon, no nutmeg, no anything, no salt no in salt. any of it. Nope. In fact, I thought, what you know, you use butter in the or butter. Yeah, you use but the butter brown sugar apples. I'm like, well, surely they must mean salted butter, right? So I nope. made a note to add salted butter, but then I forgot. So that's fine. And when I went and looked at Prue's recipe at the other recipe, she specified unsalted butter. Mm-hmm. So it was so strange. It was bland. It was yeah. just like, it didn't smell bad because you know how like cooking apples smell kind of nice. But then mm-hmm. when you ate it, it was just sort of like the step before applesauce. It's like a mushy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mushy apple that was kind of sweet because there was brown sugar there. Yeah. Um, and I and- used green I used Granny Smith because it calls for Cox apples, which I don't think we have, Mm-mm. or at least I didn't have. Um and so I was like, well, I guess I'll use something that holds up to a long cook time. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do the same thing. I I typically mix apples when I bake with them. So I used two Granny Smiths and uh I forget what the other one was, like Brayburn or something. Mm-hmm. So something for taste and something for texture, but it all just basically stewed. And I thought the pastry was not great. It just sort of sat in my stomach afterwards. Yeah. And I did the same thing. Yeah. I did the same thing that Meredith did. Like I I put the cover back on it and left it on the counter for a day. Then I was like, well, trash pickup is tomorrow. So (laughs) (laughs) that was a fun experiment. Bye. (laughs) I don't know. And the recipe is like a foolproof way to make (laughs) Sussex Bond pudding. And I'm like, I don't think so. Cause like I didn't freestyle at all on this. No. So, I mean, I, and it still it. stuck and was kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. It was well, just British desserts, man. No, British desserts. Nope. So, yeah. I put all my pictures in Slack. I'll, I'll put them under the, the, the Facebook post so you guys can see Good. how yes. yeah. very appetizing this maybe, is. Maybe I have a, a picture of the um, <laughs> slump. That I kept. Do you see how mine sort of has a hole in the yeah, middle? Yeah, it does. <laughs> kind of it does look, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Oh, my picture is grosser than yours, <laughs> for oh, sure. Good. I guess. It really, a is a lemon. I like it's. It's a whole lemon. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some recipes where they like score the lemon. They cut, you know, a, a strip all the way around the outside of it in a circle. But this one just has you stab it a whole bunch, which was probably the best part of the recipe. That was my favorite like activity, huh. stabbing oh lemon. that aggression. Mm-hmm. If you look at the last picture and you squint, it could be like a sticky toffee pudding or something. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it could look like something that you actually want to eat. It wasn't sort as of. bad tasting as I thought it was going to be. Well, well, there's okay. a ringing endorsement. <laughs> well, we Could've we were grosser. cooking the worst thing, and I think we were right. <laughs> Man, the English are weird. God love them. They're weird. Yep. They have some weird tastes and things. Yep, and they act very superior. This is about in my it. blood, and I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like okay. Be careful <sighs> with suet and lemon juice in your blood. <laughs> Oof. It's always there. So, uh, 
I have an outsized amount of small talk because it's been a few weeks since we've done a traditional episode. And so I haven't had a chance to share some significant life updates. But in the last uh, you know month and a half or so, uh, we have uh, adopted a second cat named Simmy. I wondered how long it was going to take, but I think I, I think I took the over on that bed. I I <laughs> didn't think it would happen before you completely moved in. Right. So Simi actually came to the old apartment briefly, uh, unless you're my old landlord listening, and then Simi did not come to the <laughs> old apartment briefly. <laughs> it was just a hmm. visit. <laughs> uh. Yes, but it was right before we moved, and uh, it was one of those situations where, you know, Sam went to just explore the opportunities of potentially adopting a cat. And <laughs> sure. <then laughs> did not come home with Simmy, but came home saying, we need to go meet this cat. And the reason that she did not come home with Simmy immediately, like she did with Fella, when she surprised me with Fella uh, back in Boston, was that... Um, Simmy has some behavioral issues, and so we had to be brought back in for a special extra counseling session <laughs> to make sure that we understood what we were signing up for with Simmy. Oh, dear. You know, sadly, dozens of cats available at the Hudson, uh, the uh, Mohawk Hudson Humane Society uh, at any given time. And of course, Sam falls in love with the one that uh, has like a, like a, what do they call it? Like a personality like a registration disorder. check mark yeah <laughs> a check stop that's what it is check stop on adoption because uh he's been adopted twice before and brought back for that's uh, so sad disruptive issues now simmy uh looks a lot like fella he's another orange dumb cat except that he's about a third of the size <laughs> he's the same age he's actually a year older than fella but he's like six pounds and he's, he's a, a mini me he's a fussy eater yeah and he's just this little pain in the ass. So he's lovey-dovey like 90% of the time. But then occasionally he'll just snap and and snarl and hiss at you. Sounds and, like Bear and Link. That's what they do. Yeah. One of the people who brought him back said that she got trapped in her shower for hours because this cat would not let her pass. <laughs> <laughs> and we simply cannot understand the physics of that. <laughs> So we are there any medications involved? Because no, no. Well, there maybe there should be because the, I mean, Link and Bear are both on both Prozac and Gabapentin. Um, the Prozac is because Bear was no Link's not on Prozac, but Bear is because he was spraying, mm. um, which mm -hmm. is a stress response, and the Prozac stopped it immediately. Wow, um, interesting. Yeah. So, like, and the gabapentin calms them down and makes them a little bit, like, less insane. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there are definitely, like, other things to do before you just bring the cat back. I mean, yeah. but here's the thing. Like, he hasn't really had a problem here. He and Fella have had a couple of scuffles, like any time you introduce two cats. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're getting used to living around one another. They both slept on the bed last night with us. Like That's progress. They're figuring it out. Uh, yeah. Simi likes to chase Fella around and give him a run for his money a little bit. And Fella's mildly annoyed by him. But they're they're dealing. And uh, so far, he's been all right. Like, he's, he has not 
outwardly attacked either of us at all. He just hisses, and we just look at him and go, go away. And he just <laughs> stops, and he thinks about it. Like, I don't know. So that's Simi. So we got the new cat and the new apartment. So we moved out of the Garden View Studios uh, into a second-floor apartment in a two-story building. Uh, into in Cornbread cor- Studios. <laughs> into Cornbread Studios. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on a, a long-term name. I had Animal Loft Studios in there as a placeholder because we are over a pet supply store now. How convenient. convenient. Right? I should be there. It's yes, super awesome. There. We did all the animal Christmas shopping for the family pets downstairs. Uh, <laughs> absolutely perfect. So we're also within walking distance, a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of restaurants and a grocery store and... I'm living my best life here. I have views of a gas station and a McDonald's. There's a bowling alley across the street. Ooh. Like a good old school bowling alley? Yes. Yes. Dell Lanes. Going full old school, full towny. Cool sign? No, sadly. I feel like bowling alleys are the only things that have cool signs still. Technically, our apartment is in something called the Del Mar Mini Mall. And so I'm wondering if I can get one of the signs, like one of the spots on the sign, (laughs) just like pay residence. Yeah. So now everyone can figure out exactly where I live because it's very <laughs> obvious. Uh, yeah, so it's a much nicer apartment than the last place in that it's not um, underground. And yeah. it has a second bathroom and it has more space and a nicer kitchen and better parking. And yeah, so a nice little upgrade for us. And we're just finishing moving. And we bought a new couch to go with the new apartment. Uh, so we're just, everything's coming up uh, pape. Over here in the greater capital region of New York State. Um, lots and lots of change. Um, my office slash what's going to be our quasi-den room is just an absolute disaster right now. The computer set up around just towers of bins and boxes and piles that need to be put away. But we're figuring it out. And uh, yeah. Uh, and we got to fire Spectrum and pick up oh, Verizon Fios. Yay. That was a real big selling point. <laughs> Yeah, fuck Spectrum. Uh, anyway, yeah, so lots and lots of small talk. I'm sure more as we settle in more. But um, I baked my first batch of chocolate chip cookies here like a week and a half ago. And, Did you uh, bring them to the yeah. neighbors? Did you bring them to the cookie shop? Or to the no. pet shop? No, <laughs> no the no, cookie shop. <laughs> the, the pet shop's already starting to get to know us. They've got a couple of resident cats, which is fun. Uh, and there's an animal rescue downstairs, which I assume Sam will just end up volunteering at eventually. <laughs> Um, when it's time for cat number yeah. three, yes. no, 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 no. Yep, We're yep, yep, you yep, can't yep, let yep. them can't let them outnumber you. It's mm-hmm. just like children. Mm-hmm. Ask Meredith how that works. It's fine. <laughs> um, well, yeah, congratulations. Thank you. More on what we did over uh, the last couple of weeks in a minute, but first, Anne, a new side gig. I do. You what? know, if this statistics thing doesn't work out, I am going to add a. Uh, college campus tour guide to my (laughs) list of businesses our very dear friend of the podcast andrea ballard was in town over christmas her husband's family lives here and so they had come to spend the holidays and her daughter meredith is of the age where she needs to start thinking about those sorts of things Mm -hmm. god Mm -hmm. say it bobby Oh, I, I've been waiting for Meredith to go to college for a solid decade now. <laughs> okay. Meredith, it's time. Whatever. You know, the third time is really the I best. I just turned for that 41. Joke. I guess I guess it's time. 
I'm just shocked you keep getting these jobs. <laughs> no college so degree. I, I was supposed to meet up with them like on December 22nd and just walk them around the University of Minnesota, Twin Cities campus, so they could see what it was all about because Meredith is considering it in her college search. Uh, that day, the high was negative four degrees. And oh Andrew was like, um, <laughs> um, so about this weather. And I said, all right, why don't we postpone it? Because it's not the best way to see a college campus scurrying from building to building. Uh, so we met uh, a few days you ago. You didn't want to take them through the steam tunnels? Uh, I don't have the key on me. <laughs> I might have given That's the key bad. back. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did meet a few days later, and it was a balmy 18 degrees. Hey, uh, uh, so Andrea and I met her husband, Mike, and obviously Meredith was there. And their niece, Maddie, came along, too. She's a couple of years away from looking at colleges. But, you know, you might as well. And uh, we spent an hour and a half in 18-degree weather. The girls were dressed for fashion, not for warmth. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, as one does at that age. But yep. I took them all over campus. I, I took them through the Gopher Way, which is the tunnel series, not the steam tunnels, which are not open to students, but the the tunnels that crisscross the campus so that you don't have to go outside as much to show them how you could get, you know, from the top of the mall to the bottom of the mall without going outside. I took them to the student center and we walked over the the bridge that goes over the Mississippi River and cool. to the University Recreation Center and down Fraternity Row. And uh, and I had a great time. I love Andrea so much. And I her family so. is delightful. And mm-hmm. um, I was really happy that I got to see her. So, And Aww. then if, if Meredith decides to go to school here, she can come to my house and do laundry if she wants to. I wouldn't mind that. that that's always such a key. I never had that. Until my friends moved off campus. And I'm like, can I come over, please? I don't want to go to the dorm basement and, you know, use yeah. whatever. To have somebody all the coins who I have. will let you use their laundry and feed you is mm-hmm. really something that you can't overvalue when you're yeah. that age. So, yep. so it was super fun. And, and uh, probably that was the most fun thing I did all week. That's cool. Um, and Meredith is, I, I remember meeting her. Gosh, I mean, she must have been, y'all met her probably before I did, but I remember being, meeting her and she was probably, I don't know, 13 or 14 or something. And I was like, this kid is like very composed for a 13 and 14 year old. Now having an almost 11 year old, I think, wow, she was really like had her stuff together <laughs> or she seemed like she did for that age. So she's cool. I like her. And the Meredith that's on right now, but that Meredith as well. (laughs) The other Meredith is better. (laughs) I mean, kind of. No, no, no. That sounds cool. All right, vacays. What do we do? Oh, I mean, that was the only thing I did, (laughs) basically. (laughs) Uh, I guess let's go. Did you do any Christmas baking that wasn't suet based? Uh, just a little bit. I made a couple of things. I, The thing that um, I was thinking about is that my mom and I were so focused on Thanksgiving, given that my brothers were coming and the, fam- and the little boys were coming and there were like 14 people at Thanksgiving dinner, that we never actually stopped to think about Christmas. 
And so it was a couple of days before and she called me and she was like, what would you like to do for Christmas? And so like we had Christmas Eve together and had the traditional Christmas Eve pizza. And then we went to my aunt's house for brunch the next morning. And that's basically all I did for Christmas. And it was perfect. It was just super low key and relaxed and really nice. There you go. Yep. Way less stressful than last year. Yeah. Yeah, that seems really nice. Oh, but oh, in, in the context of your question, because I forgot that I did. I only baked a couple of things just because <laughs> I knew we weren't going to have very many people. So right. just some people traditional, like. our traditional family Christmas cookies. Nice. Fair enough, Meredith. Um, your Christmas plans still haven't happened yet. Yeah, I was going to say I, I I'll I'll let you know next time. Um, we there was a <laughs> there was a pretty big. Uh, blizzard, if you guys didn't hear, uh, in the Midwest and East uh, last week. And so we made the decision to postpone going to Grand Rapids for Christmas until this coming weekend. So we're recording this on Friday the 30th. We're going there tomorrow on New Year's Eve to do our Christmas with my mom. And then we're going to my dad's for the afternoon and hopefully back home before the roads get too crazy. Um, I am not a fan of being out driving around on New Year's Eve uh, at all. So, yeah, I, I, you know, for actual Christmas, we did we do stockings for each other and for the cats. And we did those on New Year's Eve, and it was really nice. And I cooked um, a, a big fancy dinner for us on Christmas Day. Um, so it was, it was a lovely, relaxing weekend. I took a couple days off um, uh, of work. So that was, that was nice. I had like a five or six day weekend. And then it was my birthday, um, which we went to dim sum for lunch. And then Gregory, yeah, Gregory cooked dinner for dinner and he got me tickets to, yeah, I, well, I always want to have soup dumplings on my birthday and they're hard to find here, but we found a new place kind of in town. We were going to Windsor for a while. You have to kind of cross the border. Mm -hmm. Canada has great dim sum. Um, but it's a pain in the ass. And uh, during COVID, you couldn't really do it at all. So not for that reason anyway. <laughs> Why are you You're like, what? I just I want to eat soup dumplings. <laughs> uh, so we found a place near us. Them. Yeah. I don't understand. Um, so it was, a, it, was a, it was a lovely, relaxing day, a nice birthday. Now I'm 41. It's pretty pretty boring uh, year. Like... 40 is interesting. 41 is like, eh, who cares? 41, I remember being like, I'm in my 40s now. Like, 41 yeah. seemed kind of like, oh, I'm 40. You know, whatever. It's sort of funny. But then 41's like, I'm just in my 40s. Whatever. That's, that's yeah. Funny. yeah. 41 yeah. is prime, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it is. What's 17 times 3? Uh, Not that. Okay. Right? Is it 51? Yeah, yeah it's 51. Yeah, it's 51. Um, the, the, what, what am I doing? Oh, I'm going to the doctor for low back pain, um, in a couple days. So that's what I'm doing. For... <laughs> um, the other thing that I did over Christmas break was stopped drinking caffeine entirely. Oh my God. What? <sighs> yeah. Um, so I've been having a lot, I've been having like anxiety and having a really, I have a hard time sleeping anyway, but it was getting worse. And my therapist was just like, have you ever just tried not drinking caffeine? And I was like, I don't drink a ton, like two, three cups of coffee or tea a day. It's not that much. But 
I was like, well, I had, so what happened is I had a panic attack while driving on the highway um, a few weeks ago. And I was like, okay, something's got to change. I guess I'd rather give up caffeine than have that happen again. Cause that's really, yeah. really scary because you kind of feel yeah. like you're dying and you're operating a vehicle at high speed. So, yeah. you know, I was like, okay, I'll try it. Um, and it was like a few days of headache. Um, but I ordered a, a ton of decaf tea and coffee. Um, so I just have those instead. And now that the headaches are gone, the withdrawal is over. It's fine. Like yeah. I don't really get the, what the big deal is. It's really, it was way easier than I thought it was going to be. I don't really miss it. I sleep better. I haven't had a panic attack. Like I think it was an all in all very positive change. Um, and I guess that just means I'm getting to the to the age where I can, just can't have caffeine anymore. You know, it means you're not you're so young. Not young. <laughs> you're Certainly not at night. You can't mm-hmm. drink caffeine at night. So that that was. <laughs> nope. That was there was like a morning period, and I I wasn't fully ready to give it up. Like I I told my therapist like I th- I think I reserve the right to just have like a tea in the morning if I want to, and she's like why. I was like, I don't know, because <laughs> I want to. I want to. It brings you pleasure <laughs> in your life. Because I yeah. just God found these sake. coffee bags that brew like tea. Well, they make decaf of those, so I ordered a whole bunch, and Gregory has to drink the caffeine ones now. So yeah. I, I, I got over that. I haven't had any caffeine in, in several, many days now, and it's fine. It really is. It's not even TM fine. It's just fine. I'm oh, shaking my just super thinking fun. about it. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, you it's know, I so I don't ever think of myself as somebody... I have like two cups of coffee. I can only have two because if I have more, then I start to feel like I'm having a heart attack. Like I'm just too jittery. But I like yeah. the taste of coffee. And I, I've never thought that actually like once I have coffee, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm really awake now. Like it doesn't feel like it changes me so much. I really just want that taste of coffee in the morning. So I, I don't have well, a problem. Does but it, I, I know, I feel like, like <laughs> I know. Well, at work, sometimes I'm like, mm, I'm not, I kind of want some coffee, but I really, I can't have another cup. So I'll just make myself some decaf with my, um, you know, cup of hazelnut creamer <laughs> there. And then I'm like, okay, that's fine. Well, you have to do that to make work coffee taste good. Oh, yeah. We have good work coffee. Yeah, I think I I was just drinking it. I was just drinking it to kind of like uh, stay ahead of the headaches, you know? It was like I'm very much addicted to caffeine and I'm just doing this so that I don't feel bad. Um, Not so that I feel good. It's never a great great system. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have an update. I finally managed to upload my Sussex yeah. pudding. Slack. It's beautiful. I couldn't get oh it. Gosh. I couldn't get them to go directly into Slack, so I had to upload them to my Google Drive. But yours looks wetter than mine. Sure does. <laughs> well, there's the clip of the show. There's the title of the show. Yours kind of looks like. Have you ever seen like a racer head? You know that like animal <laughs> and a racer head that's just like a slot. <laughs> Your second picture looks like when you go to a diner that puts more whipped cream and fruit on the pancake than actual pancake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's definitely the Sunday special at at, you know, homespun Sarah's sugar shack or something. I commend yum, yum, you for yum. actually eating that. Oof. Your countertops look lovely though. Yeah, they do. Thanks. Yeah, they do look gorgeous. <laughs> 
Hillary, the magic of Christmas with children in your household must have been something special. Well, okay, so it was sort of chaotic. Um, I don't like Christmas. It's whatever. As a mom, I really don't like Christmas, and I just hate Jesus Christ, little baby. Do hate Jesus Christ? Hate a little baby. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I do. Um, Okay, so the plan was this was the plan. All the Livingston crew was going to meet in Galveston, Texas. My parents had rented a couple of houses. We were all going to gather there for a few days. I couldn't go the whole time. I could go. um, They were going Thursday to Thursday. I could go Friday to Wednesday with work and stuff. Um, Question. So Friday. Why, why Galveston? Yes. Just because it's on the coast and it's nice? I guess so, yeah. And the thing about the coast of Texas is that it's very hit or miss as far as weather goes because sometimes we used to go to Padre with my grandmother and sometimes it would be 80 and then sometimes it would be 30. Like, you just kind of don't know. I don't know why. This was just decided I was not... Um, I'm very much like the Cindy Brady of this, where it's like, we're just going, you have to go. And I'm like, okay. Anyway, so it was like, okay, we're, we're going to do this. Um, on Friday, I got up and I was starting to pack and get stuff together. And Dave was still working. And he had this case that Dave worked. He's not a lawyer, but he works with lawyers. And, you know, lawyers are terrible, especially around Christmas. Because we're like, we got to get it in. We got to get us, all this stuff in. So he's... Working, 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 and it's about a four-hour drive from here, and about noon, he was still working, and I, I, he was like, I just don't think we can go today. Like, we just can't, I'm still working. We just can't go, and my whole family was like, oh, I'll take two cars. I really didn't want to take two cars. I'm like, hey, no, we're just going to leave tomorrow morning. It's fine. We'll leave at like eight. We'll be there by lunchtime. It's okay. So Friday, the kids and I went to go see Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which, yes, did I cry? I did. Um, <laughs> it was so. This was a new movie. Puss in Boots. Yes, part of the existing in- franchise, <laughs> which I guess is an extension of the Shrek franchise. But yeah. um, <laughs> uh, it was, you know, mildly enjoyable. Florence Anto- Pugh, Antonio a- Bender, still yes, doing the voice? yes, Salma oh. Hayek as well. Okay. Florence Pugh, uh, your favorite comedian John Mulaney was oh, also in so it. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube, do you hear that? Puss in Boots in the multiverse at this point yeah yes pretty much um so the kids and i went to go see that and i got home started packing saturday morning we got up um we're getting all this stuff together luckily my two kids don't really believe in santa anymore so that we don't have to play that whole ruse of like how is santa gonna get there do we need to put like an alert on this or sorry explicit um don't listen with your children (laughs) please don't listen with disbelief (laughs) um Anyway, so we're, we get into the car, we are driving down, we're in Smithville, my ancestral home, that's where my grandfather was from. This was the fifth time that we had pulled over so Rory could t- attempt to barf. And, oh and it was baby. like, I know, and it was, and then Bridget started to like not feel great, and I'm like, oh my god, this is a nightmare. Um, it was also, the problem also is, normally I would just roll down the windows, and that can usually kind of help, but it was like... 14 degrees so it was like rolling down the windows wasn't really an option it sort of was anyway by the time the fifth time rolled around dave just called it he was like that's it like we're not we can't do this we still smithville is only an hour away from austin we still have three more hours to go we cannot do this like this is insane so this was christmas eve i i made him because i'm a baby i made him call my mom (laughs) and be like kathleen we just we can't do this. We just can't do this. And she was she was actually cool. Uh, other members of my family were not as cool about it. They were a little bit mad. So we turned around. 
went home and I was like, I, 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 I got to figure something out. We got to figure something out. So I decided, okay, we're going to have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day here. We're just going to do our standard Christmas Eve, Christmas Day here, which was actually very lovely and nice because it was easy going. Monday, Bridget and I, because Bridget can sit in the front seat when Dave's not there. Bridget and I will go and, and she's fine in the front seat. She doesn't get car sick at all. We'll drive to Galveston. So Bridget and I, I didn't even unpack my bag. My bag was still in the car because I have enough stupid clothes that I could like exist without all of my stuff. Um, oh God, Bridget and I, I think I have seven pairs of underwear only. <laughs> no, I have so many. I have too many. Um, so Bridget and I hopped in the car Monday morning. We got there around 1230 and we spent two days in Galveston. And actually it was, we had a really good time. We went Monday through Wednesday. Um, we went to, it's so gross. It's called the Pleasure Pier. For somebody who's gone to Galveston as many times as I have, I've never been to the pier there because it just, it, when we go in the summertime, it's mobbed and I'm just not super interested in it. Um, when we got there on Monday, it was about 55 degrees or something and it was sunny. So it was like, it was, it was fun. They had some, you know, janky rides, but actually they were kind of fun and it wasn't super crowded. Um, we just kind of hung out and the the bummer about the places, the places my parents rented were fine, but the were like assets of them were, they had a pool, each of them had a pool and like a huge patio around them. The problem was when the first half of it, they couldn't go out there because it was too freaking cold the whole time. The last day we were there, we stayed until about three. The last day we were there, it was like 70 degrees and love. Like it would have been great because you could just not that necessarily swim, but you could be outside and just like, I don't know, hanging out outside and just talking to everybody. So, you know, the weather gods were not kind to us, but it ended up being pretty fun. So Bridget and I drove, we got back, uh, Wednesday night and I had to go to work on, I had to be like the, um, in charge manager on Thursday. So I had to be there at, um, like seven 45, was stupid, whatever. Um, and nobody was in the office. I was, I was there until like one and I'm like, I'm closing this down. This is really dumb. And now, I mean, actually now this is like the part that I've sort of been looking forward to the most because I like to be lazy. I was off today and I'm off Mondays and I have no plans and I'm very excited about it. Nothing for Bridget kept asking me, are we doing anything for New Year's? And I'm like, no, we're not doing anything for New Year's. Maybe I'll buy some, maybe I'll buy some sparklers and you can go, we can go light them out like at nine o'clock. She informed me that she plans on staying up until 3 a.m. I'm like, um, no, you're actually not. That's not happening. I'm going to give you some melatonin before that happens. So it knocks you out. That's not happening. Um, anyway, it was sort of a chaotic (laughs) Christmas, but, um, we're through it. It was fun. It was good to see. I hadn't seen my brother in a little bit, so it was nice to see him and, you know, family is family. God love them. We're a lot together. Imagine like, you know, five versions, like, well, four other versions of like slightly different versions of me. That's, those are my siblings. Like we're all sort of similar and, but like in different ways, but like, so it's Hillary and Puss in Boots in the multiverse. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so it's Funhouse Hillary. Yeah, exactly. It totally is Funhouse Hillary. It's like, oh, just like one standard deviation. And there's that one. And there's that one. And there's that one. Uh, anyway. Well, we've we'll talked before back. about how it's a little weird that your kids are such barfers. But <laughs> I know. That and was unfortunate. I, it really was. And I, um, 
I'm not a barfer. I'm not like a course. I never was. I could be in the back. I could be reading a book. I could be watching yep. something. Not Me a problem. Too. My kids look at a screen and they're like, Ugh. but they, but like on a plane or I mean, I guess it's a totally different situation. They are fine. Never had a problem. I never had never burfed. But the mm. car, they are. Yeah, I'm 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 I actually am starting to think of rolling out of. RIP minivan life. I, my car is fine and it's fully paid off. So I really am resisting it. But I'm also like looking into the future. And I um, got the minivan because I was sick of lowering the kids into like their car seats and like strapping them in. And also I like the sliding doors because it just was easier. But I'm looking into the future and I'm not a carpool mom. Like I don't want to be a carpool mom. I don't want to be the mom that everybody's like, oh yeah, just hop in her car. She has plenty of space. Get a I don't want to be that mom. Yeah. I know. I'm like... You know, I'm I'm thinking about getting my dream is to get the like little Lexus SUV, not like the big one, but like the CRV style or whatever um RAV4 style of the Lexus, but that's also very very expensive and I can't afford it. But that, wait until Rory's done barfing. Yeah, you know, before you, you get car. The RAV4 of the Toyota family. Yeah. <laughs> which have- is a great car. I have, but I want three out of four Tishi hosts agree. <laughs> I know <laughs> those things are tanks, man. Yeah, I know. Well, I just I want something that's like I can't go back to Corolla life. Like I'm not. I don't want to go back down. Um, where I like being a little bit up, but I. Yep, I agree. But I don't need something so big. I just think it's funny that you're disregarding. You just, you know, forget the rap for you going straight to the Lexus. Well, I want a SUV. Lexus. I like a Lexus. <laughs> I'm a Brad. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to get it. There's no world in which that happens anytime in the next few years, but that's I have my sights on it. Is that the RX, the Lexus? Yes. RX. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The Lexus mm-hmm. prescription? My dad yeah. had a hybrid one of those and it was it was really pretty great. Yeah. 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 yeah Hillary's got a fever. The only prescription is more Lexus. Yeah. <laughs> December to remember. Maybe one will show up on your driveway with a big I did tell it. Dave. I'm like, I, let me pick out exactly the specs that I want, and then you can surprise me with a bow on top for Christmas. Yeah. Nothing says a happy marriage like spending tens of thousands of dollars on without your spouse without your disclosing spouse. it. And yeah, no, Here, here's what so I want, though. It. I want you to give Dave all the specs so he gets yes. exactly the right car, but then he puts a regular size bow on it by mistake. <laughs> like, like a, a little tiny, tiny yellow bow. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Actually, I kind of want that because what would you do with the bow afterwards? Like, what do you, where do you put it in the you garage? Save it for next year. <laughs> hey, you save it for the next car. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, Amazon's got one for fifteen bucks. A giant, giant car bow? bow. It comes flat pack. I think you got to bow it yourself. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> All right. Should we hey, move I didn't on? Do Christmas. Oh, sorry, Bobby. Yeah. I'm sorry. Jesus. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm done. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I had Christmas with family and that was it. Uh, we went to Rochester. Um, the winter snow that destroyed Buffalo mm-hmm. did not hit Rochester just an hour east. It just stalled out between Buffalo and Rochester. So we took the throughway and we would have had to get off at Rochester if we wanted to because that's where they closed the throughway from there to the Pennsylvania state line. Oh, but uh, it worked out just fine. Uh, got to see my family. Uh, we years ago decided no presents. So imagine our delight and surprise when my mother showed up deciding to give everyone presents anyway. Oh, gosh. 
and not understanding why that was of rude course. and inappropriate. Uh, but it's a good thing all the women in the family got those candles. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's what they wanted. So, Mother, if you're listening 53 minutes into this, I'm just glad you're going to hear it here. Uh, <laughs> thoroughly inappropriate. I got a bottle of whiskey, so I didn't mind. But, um, yeah. Anyway. But still, uh, it's the Christmas- thought that upsets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, you know, right. We're all broke. Just save it. Uh, Christmas with family. That was it. Um, I have a relative who... Um, is going through some medical stuff. He's fine, uh, and it's going well, but he's on a limited diet, um, like a soft food situation right now. So in lieu of the normal feast, we had lasagna and meatballs, which was great. Yum. Yeah, that's, that's fine to me. Celebrating yeah. our imaginary Italian heritage. <laughs> My mom um, will do that for like delightful. when there's a crowd, because it's just easy. It's an easy way to feed a ton of people. Yep. Yep. So yeah. it was very good. Uh, and this uh, this weekend coming up between recording this and the airing of this, we're going to Boston to do Christmas to Electric Boogaloo with <laughs> Sam's family, uh, which is a uh, secret Santa situation. And let's just say my uh, mother-in-law really wanted AirPods this year, so my shopping was easy for that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So I love it go. when it's easy. Yeah, it's great. Yes. Yeah, she wanted a step stool or AirPods, and I thought yeah. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> well, that'll be the cool ten dollars uh... or two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> oh, she's getting second generation AirPods. Oh, this okay, not... <laughs> yeah. fifty. Oh, with the earwax already on them. <laughs> yeah, <Gross. exactly. laughs> lightly, lightly refurbished. <laughs> I actually uh, thought about that when she sent around her wish list because I'm like, I got at least two pairs of those, like old ones, in ew, a drawer they're somewhere. So, ew, they're so gross. Uh, uh, factory refurbished. Do you think they just you know scrape them out and send them out again? <laughs> so gross. So gross. <laughs> hey, I clean mine regularly with alcohol. I do clean. I do clean mine. I. That's one of the reasons I like going to work because they have all of the, um, you know, I suppose wipes and yep. stuff there that I steal oh. but I like oh, to- I just got so addicted to those things working in hospitals to clean my keyboard when I was a transcriptionist yes. that I just buy them now yeah yeah no, I use them great. for everything they're so great I love to discuss Troy when I'm cleaning him out with like a q-tip and some you know wipes and stuff and he's like oh it's so gross I'm like sorry <laughs> yeah waxy ears he doesn't have to watch yep <laughs> No, but I, I it's a private moment. force him to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's uh, it was pretty mellow here. Um, yeah, I surprised Sam with exactly the pair of pearl stud earrings she's been looking for for months. So that was oh, <laughs> yeah. you're a good yeah. husband. I try, nice. and it's year end fundraising time. So if you're magically hearing this back in time and want to make a year end gift to Albany Symphony, feel free to let me know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now we can go on to the main event. I'm no, so mailbag. Well, nope, we mailbag. can't. No. We're going on to mailbag. Um, we did get an email this week from Amanda, and we debated reading this out loud, So, uh, but we decided we're just going to do it. Um, Amanda says, I just closed a deal on a new house in Linwood, Washington, moving in tomorrow. Maybe I'll see Christy around town. Hope you all had yes. a good Christmas and a happy even, new year. We don't even see her around the show this week. I'm going to see her <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we don't know where she Palm is. Springs with all the old yeah. gay people. Yep. <laughs> yep. Kind of well, congratulations, Amanda. Yes. I know yes. this has so been hard. kind of a 
long slog for you. Yes. So we're yeah. very happy. Yeah. Buying a house is a stressful thing in any situation. And in these days, it's even harder. So mm-hmm. yeah. good for you. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Just let um, us know when to come over. Yeah. We'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Next time we have a, a picnic, which hopefully, I don't know, this summer? At some point. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. People can save themselves. I mean, I was remembering that uh, that asshole Will has a place in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's wouldn't that be fine? Hmm. <laughs> it's a real shithole. See you later, it's Amanda. Like, it's, all, it's only got two bedrooms and two bathrooms, and it's close to the beach. And hmm. I mean, I mean, I I managed to survive there a week once. Oh, I could rough it, I think. Yeah, I've been There's... trying to drag Gregory to to Hawaii because I I think. I think he kind of rolls his eyes at it, but it's wonderful and I love it there. Well, there's I've a never been a tourist. No, I haven't oh, it's either. It's so great. It's it's just it really is great. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful. Well, place. that's settled. Okay, prove me well, wrong. See you guys we all in to- Hawaii then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did have a question of the week last. Oh, gosh, even when was that? Middle of December. <laughs> <laughs> From our credit card show, but that was our last question of the week. Um, and the question was, are you a saver or a spender? Um, and give us your credit card, Rex. Uh, uh, Thea says, spender that really wants to be a saver. Head down in shame I, in parentheses. I get you, girl. That Understood. is me. My favorite credit card is my Alaska Air card. No baggage fees, companion fees, and miles. Yes. And if you Very travel a lot, right. sounds like it would be good. Yep. Yep. Lane says, my dad had me open a Roth IRA when I was 16. I'm sure you can guess. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's what, I mean, my, when I started working at a hospital when I was 18 and they offered a 403B, which is the nonprofit version of a 401k, my mom was like, just do it enough to get the match. Otherwise, you're leaving money on the table and, and you yeah. will be happy that you did it in 20 years. And I, she was right. Yeah. I am. It's so hard to think that when you're young, because you're like, but I want that money now, you know, like the saving versus, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, it's totally right. But I remember being like, I'm so broke. I need the money right now. I don't need it. In the future. Yeah. I had, Well, I couldn't really say at that time, I couldn't really save any other way, but this was pre-tax yeah. and it just came out of my check and I did it right away. So I didn't really ever miss it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it is. It's not easy when you're super broke. <laughs> Clearly, you never saw the PBS special Your Life, Your Money, hosted by Donald Faison. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Which I helped I haven't. Uh, do the PR rollout for with the six months I worked at a WNED uh, PBS affiliate. Like Scrubs, Clueless? knows a lot about personal finance? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it's Donald Faison telling you how to manage your money. <laughs> and interviewing celebrities who didn't, like... Uh, D Woods from Dandy Kane, which is the day uh, I got to meet D Woods oh, wow. from Dandy Kane. <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> I do have a Dandy Kane song uh, downloaded. I do too. To my iTunes, there's one we good in one. The club, yes, <laughs> it's a good song. Meredith, uh, <laughs> that's so random. That is not. On it's my the bingo same card one for us. that I have. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, okay. Anyway, Jennifer says a saver and always have been favorite credit card depends on what I'm using it for because each have a different benefits. Example, cash back travel points. The Amex platinum is stupid expensive, but if you really use all the benefits, totally worth it. And it's pretty, (laughs) (laughs) that's important. I really need physical attractiveness in my credit cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jack with the brag of all brags. Um, 
I have saved more than two million doll hairs. Uh, this does not include real estate. I say this not as a brag, okay. sure, hmm. but as someone who has never made a hundred thousand dollars in one year. In fact, my spouse and I together have never made a hundred thousand dollars in a year. I started my profession making three twenty-five an hour. When I got to four an hour, I was able to rent an apartment, buy a car, and get the first color TV my family had ever had. Oh, okay. Wow. Well. That would be nice. Uh, this is when I started investing and saving for my future. I started with EE bonds, maxing out 401ks, IRAs, and Roths. Then I added decades of financial advisors' help. Today I have what I want. Options. Oh. I think that's the dream. Like, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's yep. awesome. I don't know that that's necessarily in reach for a lot of people these yeah. days right. starting yeah. out, but I'm really, really, really happy that Jack is able to do that. That is the very yeah. polite way of saying he has fuck you money, right? <laughs> well, I don't think that I, I necessarily know. even want fuck you money, but I think the way he puts it with options is good. Yeah. 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 Just, yep. I guess to not be trapped, which is, I mean, Bobby's version of that is fuck you money. Yeah. I, I think probably by the time I'm retirement age, I'll have that much or more just because sherry is great and i've been pretty diligent about saving for retirement i don't feel like that makes i you don't know how long that's gonna last you (laughs) right like you don't know how long you're gonna live so you're kind of gambling on like i think sherry assumes i'm gonna live to be a hundred which is insane um i don't think that's true but it's a good assumption that's what i said i mean my grandmother was almost 101 and her mother was 101 so my grandparents lived into their late 80s so that's kind of my best case i think um but you know well i'll go to your funeral thanks (laughs) i don't i don't think that's fuck you money i think that's like a good retirement amount yeah yeah Yeah. totally yeah but it really is i mean it's very impressive when you're not like raking it in that's just like diligence yeah it's hard and, work it's yeah, really hard work it it's discipline and that's that's amazing that he was able to do that yeah. uh sam says i was a spender but now i'm a saver shun materialism it's hard yep, yep. it is so a lot it's of cool really stuff hard. out there capitalism and then, baby um gregory the opposite says i'm a saver but meredith is helping me with that (laughs) i took this as a slight but he didn't really mean it that way i guess he's like women be shopping yeah they sure do um i feel like i have a pretty good balance of the two of them but i do encourage like you know if he wants something i encourage him to get it and and to to kind of use his money to to make his life better and to to help him further his interests and his hobbies and stuff. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So in that way, that's, that's how I'm helping. I mean, can't he just 3d print anything he wants at this point? He can 3d print money (laughs) as far as I know. Um, But he is also saving. I should say he like Sherry has him roped in too. So he's saving a lot of money for retirement as well. So Sherry's starting a cult. I just had my meeting with her a couple of weeks ago. So it's on the top of my mind. (laughs) Go get a financial advisor. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I like mine. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, moving on to medium talk, which I think we'll run through. Uh, seeing as though we we went long on our on our vacays. Um, um, okay, so let's set the scene. Tuesday, Jambo. Um, I'm in Galveston with my family, and all of my not all of my, but a, a 
gaggle of my nieces are with me listening to the Jambo. Um, Liz Napier, one of my nieces, is uh, a listener. <laughs> she was like, one time you mentioned my name and it made me tear up. And I was like, oh my gosh, Liz, please. Like, anyway, so we were like, come on, teens, like, give us some ideas. People, people named Liz are awesome, frankly. Uh, they are. Yeah, they are. Just they because are. I my don't boss go is named by Liz it. And I like, I like my boss a lot. <laughs> yeah, you are an Elizabeth. You know, I am an Elizabeth. The the width of nicknames for an Elizabeth is wild. Like a Liz really and a Betsy are two totally different things. Like mm-hmm. I don't think, but they all. I don't really have... see how you get Betsy out of that, honestly. Yeah, I don't either. But you do. Well, my grandmother was a Betty, so yeah. you know, Betsy, mm. Betty, Liz, Beth. Lizzie, Liza. Liza. You could do Lisa. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, Liz, Liz was kind of throwing out ideas, and Bessie. she was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tessa, I had a friend in college who insisted on calling me Bessie, and I was like, I Ooh, do not I like know. you. Why? <laughs> Beth? It's just because he knew it irritated me. <laughs> Beth is one, which is, yeah, that's, it's all, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, she threw out an idea, kind of like, do a Spotify wrapped for your, you know, 2022, what were your favorite things? But, you know, we're not doing quite that, but it, we, we thought it'd be good to, you know, end on a positive note of what were things that happened in 2022 that, that, I don't know, sparked joy, I guess. So should we just kind of, how should we do this? Should we go round robin or should we just list them out? Yeah, but start with people who have more so that. Okay. Yes. So that. <laughs> so that. Um, so that. Uh, well, Bobby, why don't you start? Well, so I, I'm going to go out of order on my list because I sort of thought of it as categorically like, what was my favorite? Food, book, place, okay. podcast. Hmm. Um, yeah. I don't have enough things that like, I thought were just, good that well, I could <laughs> come up with categories. Well, and I, I struggle with that a little bit. So I would say, and the first one's kind of a downer, but the book that came to mind was um, Dr. Peniel Joseph's The Third Reconstruction, which I read while I was on vacation last month. And so, of course, I'm sitting here at the beach with my Kindle, and everybody else is reading like pulpy calling hoover calling hoover i guarantee you like 95 percent of them work because it's like she's like the biggest seller it's insane Colleen hoover and dean Koontz and classic old shitty paperbacks that and you're reading about racial justice right exactly (laughs) but it was it's a very very good book and so i recommend it so i would say that would be my book of the year my favorite thing book of the year Hmm. cool there you go um meredith uh the so early in the year my student loans were forgiven i talked about that uh, at the time, but that is definitely the highlight of my year. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, it was, it, it was absurd. It was like the only big news that made me cry, which is like, that's an, that's a benchmark. So yeah, that I mean, was a huge, huge thing. It definitely changed my life. It made it possible for me to divert that money to other causes. Um, and yeah. I, I was just su- super duper grateful. And even though I'm not like, totally on board with everything that Biden has done or his whole deal, uh, changing the education secretary from Betsy DeVos. Was like, yeah. <laughs> a pretty big positive. Step up. Of an Elizabeth, you can get the hell out of the club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that's a good one. That was, um, that was life changing. Yeah. I, um, will go with mine. I was thinking that, um, I feel like 2022 though. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed with the fact that we're like, I know COVID's not over. I'm well aware of that. But like, we're kind of all, you know, 
easier way pretending out of it, that it I is. Guess. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I got to see a lot of friends like Meredith and Bobby that I hadn't seen in a while, and it was. Aww. Uh, and I'm missing you, um, but I saw mm. college friends that I hadn't seen in a while. It just felt like I, I don't know, I could travel and see people mm-hmm. and it didn't feel like I was doing it under the cover of night, you know, where it was, it just felt like legitimate and you could actually enjoy it. You weren't committing fun. a travel crime. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Travel crimes. That should be a new one. That should be a new, uh, hmm. show. TCIS. <laughs> well, there was uh, that 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 uh, lady named Meredith who went to to, to to Italy and did some murders. Oh, right, that was right, a travel yeah. crime. Yeah. yeah, she didn't do any murders. <laughs> she was murdered. I don't remember. Yeah, she was yeah. the murderer. She was mm. the murdered. <laughs> get Meredith to get murdered. We get Meredith to do math. We get Meredith to go to college. Go to college. <laughs> It's all Betsy's and Meredith's these days, <laughs> isn't it? Um, Anne. Uh, this is going to surprise some people, but probably the thing that sparked the most joy for me this year was the video game streaming website, Twitch. I that didn't um, surprise me at all. Twitch yeah. is great. No, Twitch is great. And my uh, involvement in it came about when I started working from home and looking for something to keep me company. And for whatever reasons, like the podcasts weren't doing it and I... Just don't I don't really like listening to music because I I can't I don't know I don't know it's weird like I can't um, multitask with music it distracts me too much um, but eventually I landed on this website where you watch people stream video games at least that's how it started it's really expanded a lot so you can watch people play music and do political commentary or whatever but it reminds me a lot of the early days of tbtl how we came together to find our community and twitch works a lot like that you usually find a person a streamer that appeals to you and you join that community and it's a great thing and now i have people that i watch every day that i have on while i'm working and um, and the my favorite person that I was watching, I think it was the, I think it was on Christmas Eve a little bit. I sent a message in and I said, last year I flew to see my family for the first time in two years, and I spent the day Christmas Eve stuck in a hotel room, fearing that I had COVID, and afraid I wouldn't be able to have Christmas with my family, and. I crawled into bed and cried and pulled up the stream and spent that day with you and all these people. And it was an enormous comfort to me. So it's, and they're all so much younger than me. Oh my God. (laughs) They're babies. Twitch. Yeah. Just because it's Twitch. But um, a lot of Twitch can be toxic, but uh, it said that the, the community reflects the streamer. So if you find yeah. a nice person who's thoughtful and considerate and cares about people, you can have a good experience in yeah. their community. So I think it's just like Reddit. You know, if you cultivate your Reddit to be okay, it's not all red pill and, Always. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. it doesn't have to be horrible. This is why my 4chan has become so supportive in 2022. <laughs> my nine gag is really cool. Just um. Okay, Bobby. Speaking of communities, um, I will skip down my list. Um, I'm still finding that through podcasts, um, 
but I now just have the Levitard show on constantly. I mean, I've mentioned this before. Because it's 18 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I've listened to it for years, but really, I think in 2022, especially because Sam's not here a couple days a week, and that has just become my soundtrack, and it's such a large crew of hosts and producers and things, so you kind of latch onto different people and different storylines. And right, it's a show about sports, but it's sort of only barely about sports. As all the best sports shows are. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like in that way, it does, again, like you mentioned, the early days of TBTL, mm-hmm. where it was just, yeah. you know, and I, I'm not as nearly as engaged in that fan community as I as I was in the heyday of my TBTL fandom. And I'm still a TBTL listener daily, which I think is more true for me than any of you at this point. But uh, yeah. Uh, but Levitard comes first. Now, like if I'm picking what thing to put on first and they're both available. And yeah, Levitard does. They they break their shit onto five parts a day, basically. So um I rarely fall behind. I will commit I'll I'll declare bankruptcy faster on Levitard because it piles up so quickly, but I really don't usually. I usually plow through it just doing dishes, doing stuff around the apartment, driving, whatever. It's my go-to now. And I've got a couple other shows like that too. Actually, very much in the sports line for that same reason, but the nerd sports shows or the liberal sports shows. Uh, but I'll use Levitard as my primary example there. So that's been my primary uh, parasocial community this year. Um, and it's been surprising how much it's been to me, actually. I, thinking back and how much I just wish their merch was less ugly because I'd wear more of <laughs> like I would order their T-shirts and stuff. But a lot of them are really, really dumb. God, I think most merch is so ugly. Like there are yeah. podcasts that I like that I just like. I, I, not, where am I gonna? Where yep. am I gonna wear that? That's ugly. To bed. I yes. am wearing an LRB throwback T-shirt right now, though. <laughs> well, ours isn't ugly. Ours is. Ours is. should buy it. Well, because well, ours has the Jack heads on it. The yep. Yes. Yeah. In the pocket. Excuse them. Oh. What? <laughs> the jackets. Yeah, that's not a Whatever, great. You two were talking about whose thing was wetter earlier. <laughs> Um, okay, Meredith. Um, yeah, I guess as far as community, I, I didn't do a lot of traveling, but I did two trips. The first one since COVID was, was to Austin for Mike's memorial. Um, and as, as, you know, as sad and awful as that is, it was very nice to travel and to see you guys minus Anne, uh, unfortunately, but you know, it was, it, it just sort of was like a, little bit of a return to normalcy um i didn't love that we were having to be in texas in july but you know (laughs) in the non-air-conditioned house i know it's like his final fuck you he's like (laughs) (laughs) he broke your air conditioning from beyond the the ghost of mike (laughs) yep um and then in september i went to new york city to visit my friend jocelyn and walked around brooklyn and i got (laughs) i don't know if i talked about this but i wore closed toe shoes and i guess i they didn't hurt at the time but i guess they were the wrong shoes because i have bruised both of my big toenails oh like fully they're just fully bruised and i think they're gonna be like that for like two years (laughs) (laughs) oops they're still like that. That was in September, uh, so I don't and I don't see it going away anytime soon. So I have a constant reminder of my fun time in New York. <laughs> that was so fun. Yeah, but it was uh, great to see her, and it was a really fun trip. Yeah, no, that, that's that's good. All right, uh, mine is a kind of a recent one. I don't know why I was like, I was thinking about 
pre-pandemic times and things that I enjoyed. And I had joined this fully janky kickboxing gym, but one, it's pretty cheap. And um, two, I really like to punch a bag because it <laughs> gets out my aggression. And obviously I, I quit it once COVID happened because I was like, oh, that's not happening anymore. That's gross. It's like tiny and, you know, sweating and everything. And anyway, I just in November, I just decided, you know what, I'm rejoining it. And I did it and I've gone and you can go as many times a week as you want for it costs like you know, there's a flat fee per month and you can go as many times as you want. And it makes me so happy. I went yesterday, I went today and sometimes you can just zone out and you're doing hooks back and forth and you're just imagining something or somebody <laughs> that you're punching and it really helps me and puts me in a good mood. No comment I love on it. who. I know. <laughs> um, but it really helps me. And you know, with any time I work out, in the very beginning, I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do this. And then this is the only one that I've ever done in the middle of it. I'm, I think, oh, I'm so happy I'm doing this. No, not always. Sometimes it's a slog. But um, but I'm just really happy that I'm getting yeah, – a lot of this is like somewhat of a return to normalcy, like finding things that really made me happy from the before times. Because not everything. There's things that I don't want to do. But this is something from the before times that I, I do want to do it. And I like it. It's so important to find an exercise that you don't just like fully hate the entire time. Yes. So I think yes. that's very Ugh. great. Yes. I have uh, exercises I hate and exercises I hate slightly less. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. I go for the slightly less one. Slightly less. Of which kickboxing is one. It's yeah. There is something very satisfying when you're getting your form just right. Oh. And you're like, these are the best, you know, roundhouses yes. Yes. that could ever happen in the history of the world. Oh, it makes me so happy. I love it so much. And then, I mean, sometimes I'll kick it and then I just kick it wrong. Or like I have fucked up my toe like my toenail because it just like kind of clips it a little bit oh do we all have bad toenails i I think so (laughs) um but yes when you get it right it's like it feels like i'm not a dancer but it feels like what it must be to get the choreography right and something and just nail it i'm like yes so yeah unfortunately there was a time when i was trying really hard to be perfect and not doing the form right and i have permanently messed my hip up from that so you shouldn't be trying to kick as high as the instructor when you don't have the body built like that (laughs) no no that's not me there there's surgery in my future somewhere down the road for Uh, sure yeah my hips don't my hips don't move like that Shut up, Bobby. I thought it. I said nothing. I was being well behaved. Trying to ride out 2022 on a high Still got note. yelled at. Uh, yep. We were doing this uh, too long. <laughs> <laughs> and? Uh, I almost forgot to put Matt's wedding on here. <laughs> Which was the oh. reason I couldn't go to... Mike's memorial yes. because they were too close together, but my baby brother finally did Aww. get finally. Aww. God, she dragged him to the altar. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was not excited to go there, but uh, once he got there, he really likes it. He <laughs> he was excited about the wedding by the time it came along, and he seems excited about being married. But it was a it was a really nice time, and I talked about it on the show, and you know, being in Half Moon Bay. California and disgusting seeing family and it, ugh, ugh. So ugly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I didn't like I don't like being in the airports the way that I used to I think 
uh, were still too COVID adjacent yes. for me to feel comfortable with any of that. But it was really nice to be able to be there for that special day. So that was probably my event of the year. Cool. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing about travel. Um, and I'm going to use my one of my travel things next. It was nice to see most of you in Austin. I went on a couple of work trips that were less fun. <laughs> Uh, in twenty twenty, you kind of made it sound like it wasn't nice to see some of us that you saw in Austin. <laughs> Just I mean, some nice of you. to see most of you, except it wasn't nice to see Meredith in Austin. There were a lot of people there, and so yeah, it was nice to see most of you. Of you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Will was there, ta- right? Wh- so, he's yeah. talking about Will, an asshole. <laughs> asshole who bought me a bar he juicer drove us for around. Christmas. Yeah. The man bought me a bar juicer, people. I can now uh, cut in ha- I can open a lemonade stand with fresh squeezed lemonade <laughs> because Will heard me mention on our recent show about beverages that I wanted a countertop bar juicer, and so he just bought it for me like a douchebag. I really oh, want one of those Dyson hair dryers. <laughs> yeah, me too. <gasps> me too, Will. Oh, for the sake of the retail value, Will, I would also like a Dyson air wrap. <laughs> Uh, obviously, Cancun was a travel highlight for me this year. I agree. Being in airports, um, yeah. much less fun than it used to be. I loved airports. Come on. Sail yeah, the bartender. Like, yeah. The whole world okay. changed. And now yeah. the closest thing we had to fun was having one last meal in Cancun at the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company at the Cancun airport. <laughs> <laughs> the airports just seem so much grimier to me yeah, than yes. they did pre-COVID. Yeah. I think they were always grimy, but we always well, excused like, yep. it before. And I now, feel like they're half closed. Like everything is super duper iffy, whether it's yep. even going to be there or not right now. Yeah. So um, Cancun was great. Um, Hawaii is also wonderful, but I get why people like the all-inclusive thing. And well, for me, it was... Right. Yeah. It was it was a lack of having to make decisions. Yep. We didn't That's go why anywhere. Cruises are popular. Yeah. We didn't have a car. We didn't have to oh, what do you want to eat? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Just ah oh, fuck it. All right, I'm gonna walk down to the pool. I'm gonna go over to the bar. Like oh Jesus, the freedom from decision fatigue might have been yep. my favorite part of the whole trip. That and the yep. booze and the sun and Yeah. And the yeah. secrets. <laughs> <laughs> You can't tell us about those. Uh, correct. All right. Uh, Meredith. Um, Gregory had to remind me of this, but I was promoted to management this year. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you were. You're the boss now. I'm the boss now. Um, I. It hasn't come with, like, too, too many responsibilities. Um but I had to do performance reviews this year for four Ooh. people, and I have a new employee who's going to need, uh, once she's done with her probationary period, a 90-day review pretty soon. Uh, so I've got five people now, um, and it's it's going well. Um, my, I had my own review uh, last week, and it was, like, surprisingly good. Like, she solicited feedback from my team which was mortifying until i read it and it was all really great so i was just like so 
pleased and and happy that they are not like this is the worst boss we've ever had. <laughs> She's terrible. Which is what I was expecting. <laughs> Why do we always go into performance yep. reviews convinced that they're going to tell us we're the worst employee they've ever had? I don't know. And, know. you know, they don't spring stuff on us. Like, the whole idea is that, like, if you're having performance issues, you're going to know right away. Like, it's not yeah. going to come out after six months <laughs> in your review. And you're going to be like, whoa, I didn't know. Like, none of this should be a surprise. <laughs> Um, so, so it was very, it was very positive. Um, the other great thing is that, uh, the, the, the company, or at least my department sent everybody a, a whole, um, box of various brownies from, Ooh. I think it was like Greystone Bakery or something. And they put my name as like, it was from your management team, <laughs> my boss, me and the other manager. Oh. Everybody, was, everybody was sending me thank you notes. And I was like. And- you're welcome. Sure. <laughs> no I problem. worked really hard. I baked them all myself. <laughs> You're welcome. Would you like some suet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a whole lemon if you're interested. All right. Next year's reviews, not so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, uh, this sucks. But honestly, so far, I'm kind of enjoying being a manager. I, I, I love being like on the inside of things. I like getting the inside scoop. Yeah, that is good. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm getting here. So it's actually been very rewarding so far. So I'm I'm kind Good. of enjoying this promotion. Good. Um, okay. Mine um, is paying off all of our debt. Not our house. Because like whatever. That doesn't count. I mean it That's does. That's amazing. Like, it doesn't count. But all of our debt is gone. And we're saving so much more. And it feels like freedom. And it's great. The albatross... Uh, is gone and it is it really is like I mean you know I don't my spending habits aren't what they were when I was in my 20s but it does feel nice that like when I took Bridget to San Francisco I wasn't like oh god you know kind of sweating on things or really that also is like I mean I still kind of get this but like we're one disaster away from like losing the house or whatever you know just kind of feeling like you're out living on the edge we've talked about it but I um it's great to not feel like that. And it feels like I'm an adult sort of that has, can take care of money and things and not mm. like die. Stability. What a great feeling. Oh, it's very great. It's very nice. I mean, that segues right in yes. to mine, which is that my mortgage for the first time is less than a hundred thousand dollars. That's Ooh, awesome. That is I, awesome. I had a meeting with my financial advisor, Laura, and when I started working with her about a year ago, I told her that that was one of my things, that I want to get rid of that mortgage as quick yeah. as possible. And I know if I get a low interest rate and I get a better return investing somewhere else, I should just keep... And I'm like, no, no. I do Like you said, Hillary, the albatross, I'm like, I yes. don't want it. And so yep. we put together a plan that I think... I think we'll get it done in seven years, but I'm pretty sure I'm wow. going to get it That's done awesome. better than that. So That's awesome. That's really great. <sighs> that must feel good. Yeah. If anybody cares, it's at 96 right now. So. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, yes. That's under 100. Hell yep. Yes. Yep. <sighs> That's nice. Nice work. Yeah. Um, um, Roberto? You know, it's not on my list, um, but I'll just throw it out there because of that the number oriented goal. I think I mentioned this. I can't remember. If I mentioned it on the show or off the show, but I achieved something in 2022. I've never achieved before with financial goals, which is 
my credit score going over 800. Yes. Uh, yes. The magical, magical for your credit score and your SATs. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, I, uh, a number that means nothing, genuinely, and is a scam, your credit score, but yeah. still, but you know. But it does a- mean a lot. It means you're, in you're doing things right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And and it, it can have such an impact on your life. So yeah, that was a mini right. one. Um, I've only got a couple left here, so I'll just blow through my last couple. Um, when I thought we were doing categories, so um, I've been really. <laughs> have you started um, watching Frasier? Sort of, yeah. Now I'll do my <laughs> colleagues first here. Um, my my team, so similar to yours, Meredith, I really am enjoying being a boss and a mentor um, and getting to train some employees who are now a little more younger than me than they used to be in the grand scheme Ooh, of things. Yeah, that's weird right? how that works. Um, and watching them grow and be in their mid-20s and into their late-20s and seeing what those changes look like. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been a lot of fun and... Um, and similarly, I do their reviews and I get feedback from them. And so I'm learning too, but that's all been great. Um, and I, I treat them like my little heist team. They each have their special set of skills. And <laughs> we come together like some sort of transformer to do things. And I like that a lot. Um, Toss out and scrambled eggs, not because I've been watching Frasier, but because that's been my favorite meal of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? <laughs> really? This is going to sound so stupid, but because Sam's not around... Three nights a week, usually. And because I was in that crappy little apartment for most of 2022 with a really shitty kitchen, I would say at least two or three nights a week, I was eating a bag of like the pre-mixed salad greens Mm -hmm. um, and some eggs because there's no protein with the salad. Like, I don't want to cook a bunch of meat or something. Um, And so I would just like scramble two eggs or three eggs if I was more hungry or... We'll be, we'll go wild and do them over medium tonight instead. But like, I realized. Step I was, back, you wild man. <laughs> I realized at some point that I was eating toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> I think it's the meal I ate more times in 2022 than any other single meal. I think a green salad and eggs is a great. Yeah. Combo. It's very French of you. It is. Well, we, oui, we, oui, right? I mean, <laughs> Robert. Toss salad with his oofs and his salad. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> ah, yes, those oofs. Mm-hmm. Those say. oofs. Um, yes. So anyway, yeah, that that was it. My, you know, my category of favorite meal of 2022 was just that I think I ate. I don't know if you had to step back and think. Maybe this is another show, so I should save it. But the meals you ate the most in a year. Oh God! And every yeah. every December to January, I get this kick where I think I'm going to journal. Like I don't. I don't keep a diary or anything, Mm-mm. but I think, yeah. I wonder what would happen if I kept track of everything I ate for a year and I'll never do it. I'll start a spreadsheet and I'll get to idea. like no, July it's... Si- or January 6th or 7th <laughs> or something. You don't want to look um, back on that. I'm, I've done it but... on my fitness pal. It's not great. Nope. Uh, it's not. And it gets it. I, well, I would start it and you get sort of like OCD and then I'm like, I hate yeah. this. This is a nightmare. Don't get me wrong. There's Chinese food at least once a week and pizza at least once a week on that list too. But Toss out and scrambled eggs by frequency. My favorite meal of the year. That was actually during COVID. Scrambled eggs, bacon, and broccoli and avocado. That was like my go-to yeah. meal. Mm-hmm. Fair amount of bacon too, because um, yeah. yeah, with the convection toaster oven, 
Um, yeah. Like a, a half a pound of bacon, just perfectly crispy yep. in a few minutes. Yep. Yeah. We yes. do make, we still make a ton of boiled eggs or steamed eggs, I guess, in the, in the Instant Pot. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's almost yep. a weekly thing because it's a, it's a no carb thing for Gregory to have in the morning before work. Um, and it's so easy to pre-make. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll make yeah. a batch on Saturday or Sunday and he'll have them throughout the week. Yep. And I usually make a few extra for me to throw into a salad or whatever, a grain bowl or something that I'm throwing in my face for three seconds during lunch exactly (laughs) i don't really have lunch breaks anymore unfortunately (laughs) but uh yeah it's usually an amalgam of like whatever's in the fridge um but it's still a very good uh quick easy protein yep yep for sure quick easy Um, protein and just another another one on this show just yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) okay uh the last one on my list is that we did have a couple good house upgrades i money pit studios did get a couple of like decent i think very quality uh uh upgrades this year and and one was the the backyard fence we put in a nice um aluminum uh kind of decorative fence between uh, our house and the neighbor's house uh, on our south side. Um, that was a bit of a struggle, but it ended up working out and it looks really great. And we put a privacy fence along the back property line, um, which has been a net positive because the people who live over there are crazy and there's a busy street. So you can sort of see all the cars or you could, and now you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course the electrical nightmares that we had led to upgrading our service and now we have you know an appropriate amount of electricity and i feel very confident in like the house isn't going to burn down and the lights aren't flickering every time the wind blows (laughs) so (laughs) i just i'm trying to be like grateful about those things like gosh i don't want to take for granted the fact that we have reliable electricity and heat and water and uh, you know a house that isn't actually falling down. So I, I'm just trying to be like openly grateful for those things. <laughs> yes. Karma. Just universe, you are you listening? Don't. <laughs> Don't do anything else for a little bit, please. Please. Um, that's good. We're getting a new fence next week. Woohoo. Yeah. It's so yeah, fun. I'm very excited. Way to spend money. Because ours is oh a, ours, I know it's a lot. We already paid for it. And I, when I saw it, I was like, <clears throat> but our, our fence is like one, slight windstorm away from me not yeah guys um, this is what middle age looks like mm-hmm. we're getting a new fence yeah that was our christmas present to each other it was like here's some deodorant and a, we're getting a fence i don't know <laughs> um okay yeah i'll do mine and two um one this sounds so weird and I'm different than a lot of moms. I'm not like a regular mom. Um, <laughs> in that, I know a lot of my friends and a lot of moms I know like loved when their kids were babies and they missed their kids being babies. I'm so happy my kids aren't babies anymore. Now, they do still, you know, we have, I obviously have to parent and I have to help them with stuff. But like, they don't wake me up when they get up, if they get up early. They just kind of go about and do their business. They can make their own breakfast. They can, you know, do too much on their own sometimes i'm like "Mm, you don't need to be watching like hbo max right now like that's okay you need to like downshift but i just like the ages that they've got to see what happens in the latest season of succession (laughs) yeah they're yeah they're watching like euphoria or some shit like that (laughs) um no i like that they're well 
talk to me in like two years when Bridget's a full on teenager. But mm. I like that they're in this place right now where they're not babies or not yet teenagers. And they're they're like my little co-pilots and they're way less annoying and they're fun to be around. And they have like interesting things to say. Like they're actual human beings now. I mean, some of this shit is really dumb, but like some of it is funny and they have good observations and that makes me happy. And with that, that means that I can take um, my kids to concerts like I did with Bridget taking her to Harry Styles. So this is my last one is that Harry Styles and Taylor Swift both came out with albums this year that I thoroughly enjoyed. (laughs) And that made me happy. There's nothing wrong with that. No. No, I did. I did. I mean, and I'm not going. I did go to the Harry Styles concert. I am going to the Janet Jackson concert, which I'm not with my kids. Um, I am not going to the Taylor Swift concert because I don't want to fuck with that. That is Well, nobody gets tickets to that. That's insane. Yeah. I was really happy to hear that that Harry Styles was, like, registering a billion people to vote at his shows. Like, I think that's really really great. Yeah. It was very cool. All right. And your last one. My last one is, um, uh, I don't know, like a depressingly earnest one, but uh, one of my favorite things of 2022 has been my mental stability. Uh, yeah, I think that's awesome. we're finally getting somewhere, folks. It's not depressing at all. It's I the don't opposite know. of depressing. It's- like yeah, I don't know it's it's so earnest I guess but I've been seeing my current therapist for I don't know like eight or nine years and there were literally years in there where I was like am I getting anywhere with this like we talk about all this stuff and I you know intellectually can understand it but I'm still so miserable all the time and in the last year I feel like there has been some sort of transition and she's remarked upon it too whereas like when I first started seeing her, my uh, my moods, my emotional um, balance was just absolutely precarious. It was like I was walking on a high wire and if something nudged me, I would fall off and have a really hard time stabilizing again. And then, you know, after years of therapy, I got to the point where I was like, on a balance beam so you know i'm a little bit better and i don't fall off as much and it's easier to get back on but now i feel like i'm maybe not quite down to the ground but things are so much better than they used to be and that's awesome things don't destroy me in the way they used to and i don't have days upon days where i'm beating myself up and hating myself and so some somehow somewhere I turned some sort of corner in yeah, yeah. 2022 and I am quite grateful for that. So here's to another year of mental stability. Hell yeah. Yay. I think That's working awesome. from home had a lot to do with that personally. Yeah. I yeah. Mm-hmm. think that you're yeah. very right. Yeah. Cause it does for me too. I mean, I think that's the exact perfect situation for me. And I think it solves a lot of, of external problems. Yep. Yep. Well, and it allows you to expend energy on things that you want to do. You know what I mean? Like I feel yeah. like going to work every day and kind of having to, I, I say expose yourself, but you know what I mean? Like present yourself to, <laughs> no, it's true, for, to the world. <laughs> it is exhausting. And then it kind of shuts you down for anything else personally. You're like, I don't yeah, know it's a little bit. That. It's like being on the, the balance beam metaphor and just the wind's coming at you and there's nothing wrong with the wind but it just tires you out and so Mm -hmm. once I was working from home 
I I didn't have to expend all the energy on all that stuff. And so I could focus more on the other things that I needed to get straight with. Yeah. yeah. Yay. I think that's great. Well, yeah. 2022. See you later. Yeah. As we remark, Close the book on that. Mm-hmm. Kind of a gross number, but whatever. We'll deal with that. Maybe it'll make it, maybe since the number is kind of gross or sounds weird, maybe it'll make it a good year. I don't know. I'm trying to. Sure. That sounds positive. <laughs> so the question <laughs> of the week is, what was your favorite thing of 2022? Whatever it may be. Movies, podcasts, life events, what have you. Food, yeah. Yeah. show, whatever. Tell us. Um, okay, moving on to Tea She Recommends. Um, I, <clears throat> um, when I was back from my aborted trip to my to Galveston the first time, I was like, all right, I need to watch something. And I, I really thought about watching Spotlight, but I was like, that's a little dark for Christmas Eve. Maybe I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll pause on for that. how what the fiftieth time. <laughs> and I did. Tell I wonder my, what's going to happen. <laughs> they did. knew he was her Lord and Savior. <laughs> my nephew was talking about his like comfort show and he was talking about something that was sort of odd and I was like well you know what my comfort movie is he was like what and he's 25 like a, and I said it's spotlight and he just started laughing he was like that is a really weird comfort movie and I said I don't know what to tell you and we've said that for years <laughs> whatever his That's comfort movie is Cars 2 or whatever <laughs> 25 years old exactly um, no but so I was strolling um, HBO Max and I uh, watched Pelosi in the house, which is the documentary about Nancy Pelosi. And it is directed by her daughter. Her daughter is a, is a, like a known, um, documentarian. It was really, really good. I heard, I think David Plotz or somebody say this, and it's sort of like the Mitt Romney documentary. I don't know if y'all saw that where Mitt Romney is one of those guys who you think kind of is personality list or just whatever reflects whatever is put in front of him. Sure. He, in the, in the documentary, it showed a more human side of him. And this kind of does the same thing. But really what it does... Now, I don't agree with everything Nancy Pelosi stands for. You know, she's complicated. But man, that woman fucking hustles. And she knows how to do this job. And it is really impressive. This woman is like in her 80s. She is old as fuck. Like she is old. And she is hustling. And she's... I don't know. What really like the sort of climax of it is is January 6th and her dealing with that and it is one it is obviously I knew it was scary but it like showing all of the footage of it is they're just chanting her name over and over again in this like I mean yeah, luckily they they're got coming her out. like to hang her they want yeah to hang I mean her. they <laughs> it, and they're just like destroying her office she, you know she yeah. and I mean a lo- way to show your masculinity guys yeah, come for an 80 year old you know woman. I almost put the arrest of Andrew Tate on my list <laughs> <laughs> so just honorable mention just so glad that that happened it's so Ugh. funny because I asked Dave I was like I was explaining the situation to him because he hadn't heard he just wasn't tuned in but I was like who is Andrew Tate and he was like oh let me tell you about him because I had no idea who he oh was. I didn't he know who wasn't. he was until he stirred his own shit pot and got himself arrested <laughs> <laughs> what a piece oh, of he's just one pot. of those people that's famous for being famous yes like he's just okay. a troll he's a troll mm-hmm. yeah Ugh. he's not even a troll who owns a company like Elon no he's yeah exactly. just he's just a weird I mean I think he probably Watched what was it with the show with mystery? Yes, totally. The like, the pickup artist like he stuff. just the pickup artist. He just watched like he has a memorized 
a set of VHS tapes. When yeah, you it's the same that. playbook. Yeah, just yeah. neg them, put them in their place, mm-hmm. and they'll like gaslight them. Yeah, anyway, so the Pelosi doc is really good. And it goes over the history of her, you know, just her career and, and what she's been through and what she, like, fought for and all that kind of stuff. I just, I thought it, she, and this woman had five kids in seven years, which I'm like, she's oh, an impressive, she's a very <laughs> impressive woman and, and a very yes. impressive speaker. I mean, I, yes. I just, I think she was pretty amazing. Where, where yeah, is this she, showing? I, I believe it's on HBO Max. HBO Max. Double okay. check. Yes, it's on HBO Max. So yeah, it was I I I enjoyed it a lot. It's it's pretty quick, and you know, actually, the only annoying part is her daughter's kind of talking to her like mom, like nah, nah, nah. and I'm like, shut up! I don't want to hear like your parts. I just kind of <laughs> want to see her in action. And I always find it interesting when there's a part where she's talking to Pence on the phone after you know the attacks, and she's saying. I, you need to be safe. Like she's so respectful of him. She she hates Trump. I mean, obviously she hates Trump. Like she really hates Trump. Like doesn't respect him. You know, thinks that he's a piece of shit. I which get he it. Is. <laughs> but, yeah, but, I understand. But with um with Pence, you know, there's a little bit of a level of I don't know. Like this guy's I don't know courtesy politics. And, yes, yeah. but and she's like, you need to be safe. You need you know you need to protect yourself. Anyway, I thought it was really interesting. I recommend it a lot. Um, I believe this is Meredith. Yeah, I definitely just have to plug the fact that Old Enough Season 2 is coming out on Netflix. Um, this is the show where Japanese babies run errands. Oh, right. <laughs> I need to watch it with my kids. And I'm like, talking see? babies. These are like two and a half year olds, like walking to the store by themselves. It is hilarious it's cute it's unbelievable it's something that would never in a million years happen in the united states everybody is supportive and kind they don't always do what they need to do so there's not always like a happy ending like tidy bow tied up on every episode which makes it like even more interesting and satisfying um Mm -hmm. It it shows kind of a side of, of life in Japan that is super interesting to me. It's usually pretty rural because they're walking around in the countryside by themselves. <laughs> but there are some where they're like just crossing the street. Um, but I, I, I love this show and it's been going on for a very long time in Japan. But in in the U.S. we only have access to, to season one right now. Um, and season two is coming out on the first of the year. So that is my plan for New Year's Day. And I am super psyched. I'm sure it's going to be great. So you should all go check it out. It's on Netflix. Cool. Wasn't that when the first season was out? Wasn't there? Did we see the SNL skit where the woman yes. is sending yeah. her, yep. boyfriend yes. her boyfriend the out thing. on an errand? <laughs> uh, to do her grown ass adult boyfriend. <laughs> yep. Uh, also on Netflix, in case anyone's looking for something else, I saw this on TV last night and then hopped over to watch it on Netflix instead because if I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch it without edits and commercials. Um, the Hunt for Red October. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I randomly rewatched huh. last night. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and it was That's as fine. good That's as it good. always was. Mm-hmm. Sean Connery. Just turning into Russian a middle-aged accent, man. Right? Yep. I know. Oh, yeah. Russian I- accent. <laughs> That's always the joke on um, Blank Check, where they're like, Sean Connery, like, he's like, not happening. And it's like, I'm from Chicago, where he's mm-hmm. like in the Untouchables. It's like, that guy's not yep. from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he doesn't put a lot of work in on the accents. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I might watch A Few Good Men tonight next. We're on a Ooh. 90s uh, 
Love it. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Not if you could mend Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide holds up. Ooh, Hackman and Denzel. Okay. Oh, yeah. So right. good. That's a good one. Anyway, mm. sorry. All <laughs> right. Enough. Now that we have our TV watching uh, plans in order, <laughs> it's time for you to get involved with the show. You can visit our website at thisshowhaseverything.com or come over and visit us on the Facebook group where you will tell us what your favorite thing of 2022 was. Uh, show Twitter. What show Twitter? I don't know. Uh, only trolls and <laughs> no. posers are on Twitter anymore. Uh, email us at tshow at gmail.com and send us a voice memo. Attach it to that email so we can hear your lovely voices. Fax Bobby your butt or another awesome 90s um, geopolitical thriller to 617-354-8513. And as always, the AOL keyword is T she. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. And that was everything about 2022. Woo! Woo! Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Happy almost birthday, Bobby. Thanks. Yeah. We in the car, we ride slow. We're doing things that the girls don't do. Danny King. The boys Chickens with the Beamers, 866, 67 Chevys, Maserati.
you get those dumb glasses that say 2022? No. None of those make any sense. No. 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 Don't do it. How do you see through a three? (laughs) That is true. Yeah. 2020 is the only like time that it maybe it should have stopped. <coughs> make sense. Or, or yeah. 2002, you could make. They it always yes. try to shoehorn it yes. in there. 